Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor, also watch Reborn, which we're doing right now. My name is Rachel. <laughs> and I'm Keisha. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 6, Game Over. Da-dun! Woo! Such a dramatic title. But uh, we have news. Before we get to the news, apologize for both of us today. We both have different reasons that we're like... <laughs> <laughs> sounding i was literally gonna say i was like she's got allergies it's smoke season over here it's gonna sound like what it's gonna sound like the ragweed is high the fires are burning it is what it is <laughs> literally so i didn't turn my air purifier on because bug likes to fight it so <laughs> he likes to fight it <laughs> he likes to knock it over fuck this battle <laughs> Literally. Clearing air? I think not. <laughs> Wham. Uh. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Anyway, I have a fair bit of different news, air quote, air quote, topics to talk about. Uh, let's talk, well, I'm going to start with the two actual news pieces. Milo's The Company You Keep snagged a series order at ABC. Hooray! And it was the one where he's like a con man that falls in love with an undercover officer, etc. That kind of thing. I think we mentioned it, like, a few episodes back or whatever when it was getting... Well, yeah, when it was, like, a thing in development. We mentioned it, like, a while ago. Yeah, but we did. Mm -hmm. So that has a full series order now on ABC. I hope the story's okay, but mostly I hope that he's hot. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) I got my priorities set. (laughs) Stay tuned. Yay. I could never do this as us, and it has people I really like in yeah. it, but I'm not trying to just fucking cry like that every week, so. Agreed. And we have another piece of casting news, where uh, Donya Ramirez is going to be one of the headliners for Fox's Missing Persons Procedural. Um, <laughs> Alert is the name of that sh- of that show, so. You know, it's so funny, and I think I say this every time we do this, where I'm just like, I truly don't know what's on broadcast television anymore. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll hear about shows that get picked up for, you know, you know, the new season, and I'm like, sounds cool. I'll probably never, ever hear it of again. <laughs> you know? Cause it's yeah, pretty like, much. If you don't if you don't have cable or whatever, it's just like, okay. Yeah. I'll find you if I hear you're real good. I'll find you on Hulu or whatever. So. <laughs> you gotta wait for the buzz. And even then, you gotta wait like, for, like, the season though. two renewal for a lot of things. But Oh, Yeah. Ain't that the truth? And it also mentions that she, uh, they recently wrapped filming Sweet Tooth Season 2, which she's also in. So that should be coming to Netflix I still soon. haven't seen that. I should see that. I really like Will Forte. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll I'll like it. And I've read the first uh, volume of the comic, like the first fat volume of mm-hmm. it. It's, uh, it's interesting. Add it to your list. <laughs> uh, I need to sit down. And I did a little bit the other day where I was just trying to like throw on stuff that you've talked about and that like I know I'll like, you know, want to watch. Uh, but I know there's so many things floating around out there that I just am not thinking about adding. So Yeah, it's like, this is not the time or the place to talk about it. Well, I think we need to do like an episode <laughs> of the second podcast, like just discussing things like, you know, shows that get canceled and shit, you know, like after a certain amount of seasons. And it's like, I can't, it was good, but I can't recommend it to anybody now because it's like, you know... Literally had that conversation with a coworker about the wilds. I was like, I wouldn't recommend it because it's not going to get finished. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So casting news, and then you have something special for us because I was going to watch them and then I didn't, but I'm still going to. Yeah, I watched the Who Do You Think You Are episodes. I watched all six of them. Um, I think that like Levi's is the most air quote scandalous of all of them, like personal family scandalous. You know what I mean? Um, there, there was a thing where he was, he and his sister were reading a newspaper article about their great grandfather or whatever. And like, e- they're reading it and they're not understanding the euphemisms that the newspaper is using. And it's just going over both of their heads. <laughs> and yeah. like, I'm like sitting there being like screaming. And my dad's like, that's not what it means. <laughs> Luckily he goes to like the, um, historian right after and he kind of like delicately explains what's being said there. So... <laughs> Oh, God, that's exciting. If he had to delicately explain it, that means there was a bad thing going on. Yeah, like, um, and Quinto's is interesting as well. Uh, There's, a lot of these tend to have a thing where it's like, it's weird how so far in the past things happen that, like, repeat in the future. 
Uh-huh. And that, that is, like, the main thing for, honestly, both of their episodes. But it, it happens in all six. The other fun thing to mention about this series is they started filming it, like, early 2020 and of 2019. And the only reason you know that is because in Nick Offerman's episode, they filmed the intro, like, way back when. And then suddenly it's, like, one and a half years later, and he's like, hi, we're back. I don't have a beard anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm having this fun game of, like, who got filmed, like, in the winter and who got filmed, like, after, you know? That's so funny. I don't have a beard anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is too funny. Because how, how, like, what a perfect person to have that happen with, because he always looks so different. Yeah, so. I love it. His definitely was the one that got, like, cut right in half by the pandemic. So I don't know if, like, they filmed most of it and then, like... I feel like there's a couple that would be like, I think maybe they got ended up after it, or if he was the very last one that ended up getting filmed, I don't know. But That's crazy. So that's a fun game to play, trying to figure out who got filmed before <laughs> and after. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet so. Yeah, I gotta, uh, bug me about that. I gotta watch those. That'd be really good gym viewing. It's perfect gym viewing. It's like, <laughs> it's like a 40-some minute episodes, <laughs> and it's just like talking about history stuff, so. I'm sure that's how a show wants to be referred to as. It's perfect gym viewing. <laughs> hey, people watch it. They watch right. it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like how I have never watched more Food Network since my early 20s, uh, since I've been going back to the gym. And I'm just like, I don't know any of these shows. I don't know any of these shows, Rachel. What is what? What is going on? I, I literally, I'm just like, well, here's Chopped. I know Chopped. Chopped is, is my safety blanket. But like, <laughs> what what is what is this grocery game thing? Like, <laughs> what is it? The pseudo supermarket sweep thing that they got going on? Literally, like, what is what is this other weird thing that has a grocery store involved? Like, what what are we doing? Like, Content, I baby. Don't know. Yeah, no, for real. I'm just like, oh my god, none of this looks familiar to me anymore. But it's interesting because it's like they've gone from, this is our Food Network podcast, they've gone from, um, like back in the day they used to have the most like innocuous like cooking shows on during the middle of the day. Like filled with these people where you're like, huh, they're on Food Network, huh, good for them. And you'd never like hear about them again. And and now it's like like that stuff is what they air in the middle of the day, which is really wild. It's just wild. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and still diners, drive-ins, and dives, though. <laughs> and I'm sure they're the same episodes, too, from, like, however many years ago that they just, you know, play again and again. Oh, I think they're new. I think they're new. Like, I think Guy's still out there. Oh, no, but it. I mean, I'm, they still mix in one. It's like, you know, Good Eats and stuff. Oh, like. no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably fall off a, tra- uh, a treadmill if I saw, like, an old one I know. I'd be like, oh, Mofongo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so check that out. It's on Hulu. I don't think we mentioned it was on Hulu last time. It's on Hulu. Really easy to watch if you have Hulu, so. Yeah, I gotta add that to my list or something. Sounds fun. And then my last piece of news is... About a week ago or so, someone posted on the Hero subreddit a, air quote, sizzle reel of sorts from uh, Toro Uchikado, who is Ren in this season. And it's it's a sizzle, reel, a sizzle reel of him doing, like, swordsmanship and, like, Japanese swordsmanship. And it was on his YouTube channel that he started last year. So I was like, oh, let me see what else is on this YouTube channel. And the very... The most recent video, the newest video, was him doing a little mini interview with Kiki Sukzan, who is, you know, um, Katana Girl Miko in Reborn. It is, like, so cute that they're doing stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, so let me give you some tidbits from that two-part thing. Both parts are up on his channel right now. It's definitely worth watching. So I'm going to give you a couple Reborn tidbits and a couple other tidbits. Um... Yeah, his his channel definitely focuses on his Japanese swordsmanship stuff, by the way. How funny that he's the swordsman, though. <laughs> oh, that that is mentioned up coming up here. For Reborn, they had to they had to translate their lines that they got into Japanese. Oh wow. And they were talking about how it sucks cuz there's no one in the editing room most of the time that speaks Japanese. And so the, the, there'd be mistakes in editing where it would be like it's a bright day bright outside like you know words would get repeated. Uh-huh. So they're like, well there was that. Um, they had a great time on Reborn, like you'll see. They talk about that a fair bit in the first part. 
um, because that's not where they met technically, but that's, you know, where they work together a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, you were the reason that I started learning the Japanese swordsmanship stuff. Because there's a scene, which we have not gotten to yet in Reborn, where they are fighting each other with wooden swords, like practicing. Mild mm-hmm. spoiler for, I guess, the end of this episode, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> They're practicing swordsmanship, and um, <laughs> there's a thing where he's supposed to swing at her, and she was supposed to duck. But guess who didn't duck? Oh, and no. And he nailed her right in the head, and there was blood everywhere, and she needed stitches. <laughs> and he's like, the producer's fate went, like, white. <laughs> brutal and yeah. it was like i guess that they were shooting that on like the day the first episode premiered too <laughs> so she had to go to the hospital and get stitched up wow <laughs> yeah so he's like yeah that that kind of stuff is what um inspired him to learn the uh swordsmanship stuff that he does a lot on his channel uh the other thing with her is three years ago she had to have brain surgery to get a benign brain tumor removed Yowch. And that resulted in facial palsy with half of her face paralyzed. Oh, God. So from that, through the pandemic, she had been having to go through um, rehab for that. And she's like, I'm pretty much almost all better right now, but there's still certain things like if she raises her eyebrow, like her cheek goes up to or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had a, a temporary partial palsy and uh, my eyes have never been mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you can't tell unless I ask you, like, a question. I'm like, how do my eyes look right now? Like, you can tell one's a little, like, I hate to say droopier, but it's it's not as, like, open as the other. Mm, gotcha. It's very slightly. It's if you ask for, like, you know, to look. Yeah, it never fully goes away. So she's been dealing with that. That's nuts. And um, she's also just starting up a coaching business for uh, Japanese people who want to get into Hollywood. To, like, teach them how to get parts. Because they both were talking about how, like, right now is a good time for people to get in because of um, the diversity push. That's true. And so, like, now is a time that's, like, better than ever to, like, try to get your foot in the door. Oh, that's really cool. I'll have to watch both those videos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's cool because they go back and forth between speaking English and Japanese to each other. Also fun. I like (laughs) Because there was a comment where he was, like, someone was, like, yeah, the guy that plays Renz is Japanese is pretty good. And he's, like, I was from, I'm from Japan. I know. (laughs) He's, like, I'm literally from Japan. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow, he does a pretty good job, that clearly American man. (laughs) It's an interesting little watch. They both were working on a little project together, like, right before the pandemic or right in the middle of it that for his channel or something that he was going to do, like, a little mini skit thing. And he puts that at the end of the Mm -hmm. second video, like, part of it that they recorded together. So, yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to remember to watch that. That sounds like it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So he has a YouTube channel, and go check it out. Huzzah! Huzzah! It was good timing for that. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot of news. Yes. It was like, well, it's like two weeks of like news buildup in a way, because I kept like putting down notes for if we had something to talk about. That's true. That's true. I'm a piece of shit who didn't record last week. So shit happens. Shall we get into the episode proper? Yeah. Before my before my nose and my head explode. I know my throat's like closes up, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ! All right, shall we do yeah, this? Let's go, and then go die. That sounds pretty. Okay. Yeah, well, that'll work. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Yeah, Bugs calm ish. He's in his little tent. Let's do it. Excellent. Heroes reborn. Yeah. Okay. So we begin the episode with. Harris getting the old water torture treatment from Hergie. Yep. Brings back memories, I suppose. Um, he's asking about um, Hero and the sword. And he's and, and he's just like, dude, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. Which is what's going to lead to the whole big like reveal of the episode. And then we do a jump cut with uh, him being punched with someone else being punched. And the scene changes just as quick. We do a jump cut punch to punch with Carlos trying to interrogate Deering and he has Deering's money. So, you know, he's, he's very inclined to listen to him. At least he's, he went in and stole it from his place. And then again, a, a violent jump cut back to Noah and Harris and, uh, <laughs> you know, go into the old water again. He's like, let's see how fast he can duplicate a second set of lungs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, 
they're really all getting into it. Good for them. It's a good. It's like a team building yeah. thing, you know, a little interrogation tactics, a little um, what 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 did they used to call that? Enhanced interrogation, literally torture. Yeah, yeah. Little rendition. All right. Um, yeah. And he's like, well, if you kill me, you won't find your sister and you won't find your boyfriend because Taylor and Quentin are there, too. And they're trying to ask questions as well. And we go back over to Carlos and Deering. And it turns out that people were offering a lot of money to hunt down Evos. That's why he has that giant bag of money. Um, what was it, like 10 k ahead? Something like that, yeah. That adds up. Um, and he mentions this place that he'd bring them to called Sunstone Manor. Ooh. And then we go back to, it's literally this like, whoa, in the beginning. We go back to Harris, and he squeals, but he's like, here, here's this place, but you're never going to make it past security without me. And Taylor, she bails the situation. She wants to go find Francis on her own now that she thinks she knows where he is. And um, they use this horrifying, horrifying device, um, which I much prefer the little pack that Deering has yeah. on, because that we're used to that. But don't worry, everything in the future should be Bluetooth and, and wireless, right? So, like, <laughs> they've got this absolutely nightmare-fueled version of it that they stick into his nose to keep his powers from going off while they move mm-hmm. him. And uh, I hate it. <laughs> so, it's fucking horrifying. And then they're like, all right, let's go get Hiro Nakamura. What? Oh, damn. What? Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I forgot how horrifying that thingy was. Yeah. Um, Shimmer, Heroes Reborn. Yeah, because I think um, Taylor had it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> she's like, we she use did. these for like high profile, you know, targets. Here you go. Whoop. Yeah, she's like, we made some upgrades to what you guys used to use at Primatech. Which did they even use that at Primatech, or was that like no, a later on? No, like... they did not. That yeah, that was the government. Yeah. That was the government that did that. Yeah, yeah, things getting blurred. Well, okay, well. Yeah, no, they never. Yeah, no, they never used nothing portable like that. No. Um, yeah, no, nothing like that. That was fully, like, government stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was the Nathan years. Um, yeah. That was the fugitive mm-hmm. stuff that they, that they, that they kept with. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts about that little beginning there? Mm, no. <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, we get a lot of, like, interesting editing choices in this episode. So it's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the beginning, you're like, whoa, 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 what's whoa. going on? So many people together, and we're only on episode five, right? No, they're on episode six now. We've still got, like, seven freaking episodes left to go, so. I literally can't believe that. I was looking when I was playing the episode, like, you know, trying to find the right one, and I saw the rest of them, and I was just like, how the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, especially with all that happens in this episode, you're like, what the hell? How is there still going to be seven? Anyway, um... I don't know. I don't remember. Same. So. same. Uh, after our little intro card, uh, we go over to Ren and Miko, and Ren's in a cafe. She's in the game. And it looks like at first that she finds her father, but it's like, I'm not your father. I'm merely your father's creation. I've been sent here to guide you. And they talk about this place called the Eternal Fortress, and it's the only place that can hold the master of time and space. Mm-hmm. And we see that while she's in the game, um, we see Erica's watching this all go down. And Richard, that was his name, right? Yeah, I think so. Yay! Richard, who's just, like, fully into being a villain, by the way. He's just so arch. Um, (laughs) He is! (laughs) He is! He's like, yeah, let me tell you something. That's not uh, Otomo's daughter. Like, that's that's not her at all. She's not a real thing. Like, this isn't... You know, I, I've got this handled basically because we're gonna we're gonna mess with the code of the game while she's in it. And he's like, she won't be able to break out the prisoner if she can't find the prison. So at first she can see the fortress, but then she can't. They cloak it, and we see Ren watching this in real life, and he's like, whoa. And uh, the like thing that she thought was her dad was like, okay, Miko, you must continue this journey alone. Mm. As it disappears, I was like, yeah, you hit it, but she knows where it was. (laughs) (laughs) She saw it first, stupid. (laughs) You didn't move it. Yeah, exactly. And they they that comes up in a little bit here. So yeah, yeah, they're just trying to do what they can to slow her down, stop her from getting there. But you know, like you said, he's very arch. It's really. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's just like all like, wahaha! I got I got this about it, and I'm like, wow, this guy, this guy. But he doesn't know who he's up against. No, he doesn't. You know, what's his name? Reckless Ren. I think so. Yeah, Reckless Ren's gonna wreck him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him. We'll oh. get him. Yeah, we're cheering them. So, uh, we go over and we watch as Luke is leaving a voicemail for Joanne. And again, I think he said her name differently, but I didn't want to go. I think he did too. <laughs> I think he did too. <laughs> we're like Joan, and I'm like, which is it? Which is it? Is it Joanne? Is it Joanna? <laughs> <laughs> is it Joe? <laughs> I didn't want to go back though because again, you know that would oh. that would cause problems. I was like, I swear to God, you didn't say the name. Oh, right away. Oh my God, yeah. He's like, listen, I sold the practice, and I also burned the house down. Lol. And he hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> I just love his dry tone of voice. It was so funny to me. Like, just so you know, I saw the practice and I burned the house down. Bye. And we <laughs> we, we see that he is seaside and he's got the little boat with him. And as he's walking down the dock, someone from Yacht Sales approaches and he's like, what can I do for you? How can I get you a boat? And he's like, well, how about I take one of these, only bigger, which he holds up a sailboat that he's holding. And keeping in this scene, uh, we see Melina get off the logging truck she was on. And it's revealed she's now the same place Luke is because she's looking at the dock right now. So, you know, people are starting to come together even more. Yeah, it's all starting to come together, isn't it? Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just love it. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I sold the practice at Burn the House down. All right, bye. <laughs> just, just updating you on my situation. Yep, just letting you know, sweetie. Also, when I was... When I was writing the notes, when he when he throws the phone into the water after he's done with the voicemail, mm. um, I I wrote that he chucks it, and then I went <laughs> <laughs> literally in my notes it says he chucks his lol his phone into the water. Yep, chuck chucking his phone. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. I laughed. It was also like one in the. It was also like one in the morning. So <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, oh, I didn't even note the yeah. phone chuck, so... Yeah, I threw it in the fucking water yeah. afterward. So, let's go back to uh, the... Well, it's not the game... Yeah, because we saw Ren at the cafe. So, Ren's at the cafe, and Miko hops out of the game, and he's like, oh, I wonder where she's gonna end up, but she's, like, literally right there behind him, mm-hmm. and spooks him. She's like, ah, alright. She sits down, and it's like, alright, they decide that, alright, there's gotta be a real-world equivalent to the fortress that they may disappear. And she draws out the symbol that she saw in the building, and then Ren reverse image searches it, and they see that it is the Renatus Midian. So they know where they have to head. Because there's like a picture, I think, with Erica standing outside it, and there's the, the symbol on it, so they know where they have to go. I love how it's just like, well, gotta go back to Midian, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of the place where they have to go, we see Harris and Quentin and Noah all pull up there. And Noah tells Quentin to take the device off Harris, and that, like, don't worry, he'll blow his head off if he tries anything funny, you can't do any clones with your head gone, whatever. Which, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man, this guy breaks some rules, baby, who who can say? Who knows? And we also see Ren and Miko quickly arrive at the same time, and she's like, alright, I'm gonna go back in, I'm gonna fi- find a way for you to get inside, boop, she goes back in the game. And when she does, there's this huge samurai boss waiting for her. <laughs> It's like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> we go back to the trio who enters, who heads for the elevator. And got like, again, it's just like back and forth. Like everything's happening. So like quick, you yes. know, and <laughs> because Mika leaves again, like there's a big guy guarding it right now. <laughs> and, uh, Ren's like, Oh, that's the Kaiju bandit. And no one has ever beaten it yet, but don't worry. You've got an expert. <laughs> and he has his laptop. So she hops back in. He joins her. They do the Leroy Jenkins thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would I would pay them to not do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they they end up defeating the guy, but then Ren vanishes because his battery is low on his laptop, and he's like, "Uh oh, you were at a fucking coffee shop. Why didn't you charge it, hon?" Um, oh my god! Right. So he ends up climbing the fence to get in, and he ends up hiding in a box. So he's he's gonna find a way inside himself while you know everyone else is also heading in. This is the same spot that we saw Erica go down with that elevator last episode, where Richard is. Yeah, it's is. like an important set. So, yeah. 
And we have another, like, tiny, tiny little thing. Because Taylor said she was going to go look for Francis, even though Harris is like, he'll be moved. Uh, she goes down to the spot where Molly was as well. And everyone's out of that facility. They're no longer there. And she has a little cry over it. So, yeah. She has a little cry over it. And it looks like there was blood on the chair, too. Which just bad vibes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Could be part of the moving. Could be worse. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep fucked up i call them evo sucker chairs <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't have a name so <laughs> or you know like little 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 baby matrix chairs yeah yeah they all have that like little like shunt in their head like siler did you know oh yeah yeah that's the thing is when you were all like oh primatech didn't have the nose things so i was like no they just had a shunt but like Siler was the only one we ever saw wear it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it didn't seem to stop him from using his powers. But he was, you know, he was our little overpowered baby. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. He's just a baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a baby. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, away from all this, um, we see Emily in her room. And Tommy boops in. And, you know, she's immediately very supportive and, and, you know, she's like, dude, just because, like, you found out you're adopted doesn't mean you're not. And he's like, what, normal? No, I'm not normal. I'll never be normal. I just want the boring life like you have. And I'm just like, all right, Claire in season one, chill the fuck out five seconds. I was like, oh, you know all the feelings I thought I had toward Claire, but then I actually like Claire? It's Tommy now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Normal is ass. Even in this world where it's dangerous to be an Evo. I'm sorry. I still think it's, I still think it would be cool. Anyway. Even though he has like big teenage boy energy, which especially later something that happens, I'm like, this is peak teenage boy energy. But yeah. (laughs) Yep. And so, you know, he's complaining about that and everything. And he's just like, oh, I just need to get out of here for a bit. Also very teenage boy energy. Mm -hmm. And um, she's in her room. She's got a bunch of like Eiffel Tower things and like Paris posters and stuff. And so... Obviously, he boops her out and takes her uh, to Paris. And um, (laughs) the minute they get there, uh, Tommy's natural enemy, a guy on a bike, nearly takes him out (laughs) once again. (laughs) (laughs) Almost got him again. That was my favorite part to write. I was like, "Mm, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So close. Someday. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're in fucking Paris now. So. Yeah. cool. Yeah, he's got, like I said, the teenage boy energy, especially something yes. he pulls later, so. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, we go from there over to Melina, still walking around the docks, kind of. And she's walking around, and um, there's a vending machine over by all these boats, and it's full of snacks. And um, she tries to use her weird power. I can't pin down her powers, really. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot there. They seem very uh, versatile. Yes. Um, which is cool. Um, she uses her weird power to try and shake one free because, you know, she doesn't have any money. She's on the run and very, very, like, sheltered. And um, Luke seemingly out of nowhere <laughs> runs into her. And, and it's just like, oh, and he sees what she's doing, and he 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 gets the snack for her. He he zaps the machine, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because he's like, ow, because <laughs> he's got like his little heat power, which is sometimes electrical. Um, yeah, yeah. He gets her a snack. It was kind of like a like, or he saw her, and it was like, oh shit! But it like it was kind of like it's, it's you're fine. Because he just, like, Right, like, off. they had that moment where it was like, oh, she shouldn't be doing this so publicly, but, yeah. Yeah. Girl's gotta eat. Yeah, she's hungry. She's been on that damn freaking thing all day. Right? <sighs> For how long? Also, that candy bar, that candy bar looked pretty okay when she's eating it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, like, a, another little, like, paths crossing moment, and, um, going over from there... We see Carlos and Daring again. They're talking about this Sunstone Manor place. And um, <laughs> I love that uh, Daring's in the passenger seat so he can do the thing where you stop short and just, like, slam the guy forward. That's mm-hmm. great. I love that bit. He gets he deserves to get his face smashed in a little. And um, Carlos is just like, what kind of lowlife sells out his own kind for, you know, $10,000? And he's like, someone that likes money a lot. <laughs> like, it doesn't bother him at all, but you're not going to make him feel bad. 
And he's like, you know, just be glad I didn't get the chance to take this out on you. Like, I happily would. And so they're talking about how they're going to get into the Sunstone Manor place. And he's like, okay, so the only way in is there's a checkpoint where they swab for powers. So they formulate a plan that uh, he says that Carlos is not going to lie. And if you've ever watched literally anything like this, uh, you know exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> only guy who wants to break in can't. And you're not going to like <laughs> Oh, you're yep. going to have to do it. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, they're having their fun little buddy comedy moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, we see Emily is just geeking the hell out. She's so stoked. Um, they're having, like, some treats. She gets some Nutella on her. He gets it off her cheek. Uh, they have, like, their little cute moment or whatever. Uh, they head over to the Eiffel Tower, which she's always wanted to go up. But, obviously, they're scanning for Evos. Literally, fuck you, France. Thought you were cool. Um, so... They're scanning for Evos. Emily's like, no, let's let's just... Whatever, it's fine. Let's just not do it. Because they're like, you know, there's no Evos allowed on the Eiffel Tower, basically. And <laughs> I love... Uh, how I think this is like definite teenage boy energy where he's just like, look, I'm not a threat. I could send you your scanner and this tower into outer space if I wanted to, but I don't. And I'm not. And I was like, probably not the best approach there, guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not great to lead with a threat. And then, you know, so the, the security starts getting all like all, uh, and then he boops them onto a boat instead. And then she's all upset with him. And he ends up telling her about what happened before he left. He tells her about the penny man. And she's like, I want to show you something. Yeah. Look, I could fuck up your whole existence, but I'm not going to. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, because there was a little scanner, like they were scanning for the chip. And he's like, well, I'm already chipped. So let's, you know, it doesn't matter if whatever. And it's just like, goes right. Uh-huh. And everyone fucking freaks out. Yeah. Yep. And his whole like, you know, I'm supposed to save the world. It's my destiny, but I'm not the hero they want me to be. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, good lord. Refusing the call, etc., you know. Don't refuse the call. The call will find you. Yeah. But yeah, big, like, big teenage boy energy, so. Completely. He can't keep himself in check. No. Mm-mm. So, speaking of keeping themselves in check, <laughs> Taylor is in her mother's <laughs> office. She's not even a teenage boy. What's her excuse? Well, you know, it's it's her way. <laughs> no no and and we find we find out later that there's there's stuff going on so yeah she's, she's got extra reason to be doing what she's doing so she do she goes to her mother's office and is checking security footage she sees the evos getting packed up pulls out a drive starts um copying the videos to the drive and she opens up a drawer and inside the drawer there is like a copy of a book that's written by Mohinder Suresh. I didn't get the title written down. Did you see what it was? It was like it was something evolution, I believe. Uh, no, I did not. But yeah. But it was, it was definitely like Mohinder Suresh's book that he was working on that did not get published. So interesting to find in her desk. Mm-hmm. Putting pieces together, you know what I mean? The <laughs> Harris, Quentin, and Noah are all walking inside. And all of a sudden... Miko appears in front of the mall, and she's like, villain! And she <laughs> she rushes Harris, knocks him down with her closed sword. She also smacks Noah in the leg as well. And this is enough of a kerfuffle that Harris is able to get away. And then Noah turns on the Japanese, and like, you know, that sword used to belong to a friend of mine. And we get a little quip from Quentin, like, since when can you speak Japanese? But I'm like, dude, you had his file. Why wouldn't you know he could speak Japanese? <laughs> right. So... He can speak a lot of languages, buddy. Yeah, you you you've, you were looking at all his files and stuff, including on him, because that's why you were freaking stalking him. You know what I mean? Mm. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Miko is like the sword was my father's, but it was stolen. And then Noah's like, you know, Erica's my enemy too. We're both like, after the same person, and so she stands down, and she's like, "Listen, I'm supposed to find the master of time and space." And he's like, "That's hero. That's also who I'm here for." So that makes us allies. And he introduces himself and Quentin to her. And he's like, Quentin's like, so what are you, a cosplayer? And she gives him a look and then hops back in the game. And he's like, well, I guess she's not a cosplayer. So (laughs) she's going to clear the way for them as they head for the basement. So I love that because that means like, because, you know, he was talking about Evernet. He knows who she is. Yeah. She's Katana girl. Like he knows. Mm hmm. 
Ah, definitely not a LARPer. <laughs> She's so <laughs> calm about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be at this point. Fuck it. I've seen enough in the past, this past however many days, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Goodness, so yeah. It's a lot of forward action, because I think we're, like, building up for the next episode, and, you know. Uh-huh. They're trying to rush in. There's a lot of stuff from, like, yeah, again, like, I thought this happened later. I guess it didn't. Here we go. Anyway. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. We go over to Luke, who is on the boat. He got his boat. And we see that he has a backpack full of bricks, and he zips it up. We also see Melina kind of looking at the water, and she has her chocolate, and she's looking at her bloody envelope again. But then she looks up, because she sees Luke put the bag on, and then jump off the boat into the water. That's right, Luke's going to try to kill himself. And she's not going to let that happen, so she uses her powers, and it, like, surrounds him with bubbles in the water, and it makes him resurface and rise above the water. And she brings, floats him basically <laughs> over to her. And, you know, he's just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And people see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid sees her for sure. There's some other people around, but yeah. Yeah, so she's she's doing a huge public display, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. The thing she's not supposed to do, but she has to save a life, right? Yeah, like, so. what choice does she have? Also, he changes his mind. He tries to take the backpack off in the water. Yeah, yeah. They see you see that for a minute. So, and she saved him. Nope. Well, she doesn't do all the shit he's pulled up until this point. But yeah, she saves him. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very interesting dynamic there in the future, probably. Oh yeah. Um. You ready for this long? <laughs> God, it's so long. All right. Um, it's cool. So. We're at the facility in Midian. They're moving cargo around, and we see Noah and Quentin in the elevator together. He gives them a gun, and he's like, I won't let you down, buddy. And Noah's like, don't call me buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go in, and Noah aims his gun right at Richard, and uh, Richard's trying to, like, do his whole little, like, you know, just like his whole, like, you know, villain lackey bullshit, you know, type of thing. Like, you just fill in the dialogue here. And Noah's just not into this, so he shoots him right in the leg, which, good job, Noah. You don't, you don't put up with this bullshit, nor should you. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how Erica has this plan to build a better world for a select few. And then we see Ren try to get out of the box. <laughs> like, this is all happening at once. And, um, so they're, like, going back over, and they're like, Hero's not there. Not exactly. So Richard talks about how to trap Hero. They had to imprison him in a place without time or space. And they're like, oh, shit, he's trapped inside the game. He's trapped in Evernow. And Noah, I always like, we'll get him out of it. <laughs> and, um, so they're like, you know, we can't, but, you know, Katana Girl can. So in the game, we see Miko, and she has to face off now against her shadow self or her nega self, depending on your game that mm-hmm. you want to say that they're referencing. And um, it's like, you're not the daughter of Otomo. Like, she's, like you know, you're, you're just a character pulled from a game. You're not real. You were stolen from a ghost. Like, you're a dead person. You're, like, you're wearing a dead person's face, basically. And the shadow self has her in its clutches. And then we see Richard just being a dick about Miko. And he's like, the real girl died in a car crash. That's not even a person. And he explains that the only way to free Hero is she has to sacrifice herself. So if you save him, the game ends and she's going to die. And we see Miko in real life now. And her and Ren reunite. And she hugs Ren. And she explains that she must overcome one final obstacle. And that's herself. And Richard's chortling away like a total little villain bitch would. And, um... (laughs) The elevator, the elevator moves, and it's like, oh fuck! There's a bunch of Harrises and uh, and Phoebe, mm-hmm. who starts using her powers against them, and the Harrises fire away, and the gang goes behind the bulletproof like glass because you know they used to be, like they're like cells, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they they first get down there, you know, there was a bunch of other people because they're working on moving stuff. And yes. Richard's like, go now. And they all, like, huddle up and then, like, are gone. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Because, yeah, he says that they're teleporting stuff to the future is where they're sending everything. Yeah. Yeah, and Quentin's like, you guys built a time machine? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, and I was laughing at, like, um, Miko's, like, other self and her, like, black and white colorway. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love that you said colorway. Ryan hates that word so much. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, he's trying to find, like, some cool Nikes, you Mm -hmm. know, for, like, a a decent price. And um, I guess that's, like, the language they use is colorway for the colors. And he's like, I hate that. (laughs) He's like, fucking colorway. Yeah, that's big for the shoe, for shoe language is colorway, so... Yeah, yeah, it seemed normal to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after all that, we go back to um, Paris again. And um, Emily's basically just, like, info-dumping on Tommy about, like, Paris stuff. And uh, they go over to this little, like, stall. And she speaks French, which is actually really cute. Mm-hmm. And they find these old comics. And she mentions the Claire Bennett thing, the the Ferris wheel and the Brave New World stuff. And she's like, you know, before that happened, like, this was pretty normal. Like, you know, people had, like, because you have to think, it's an interesting thing she's breaking up where this idea about, like, you wouldn't have superheroes and culture and stuff because they're bad guys now, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have people with powers at all, like, in your films and, and you know, like, you're, you're, you wouldn't have comics like that, like, because they've basically been outlawed. Like, that's a really interesting thing to bring up and to think about. Um, but yeah, she's like, before all that happened, they were pretty common and... She, you know, she she's trying to get something, and uh, Tommy's feeling bad for himself, and she's like, oh, who needs fiction when you've got freaks like me? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. And uh, <laughs> she talks about... <laughs> she talks about the Call of Destiny, and she finds this really cool Ninth Wonders that's in French. And she says it's issue number 31, because, hey, he actually needed that for his collection, because remember, he had some Ninth Wonders. And it looks like it's him and Erica mm-hmm. looking out onto some sort of horizon. And he gets all excited, and now he's the one taking over where he's just like, yeah, there were rumors on this, like, evil board that the artist was one of us. And when he draws this stuff, it comes true. And I was like, sup, Isaac? (laughs) And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so now he's ready to go back. He's ready to go back now because he's feeling better about stuff. And clearly he has a destiny that can't be ignored because, look, it's in a goddamn comic book. Yeah. I think the title on it was Nathan Visits the Future. That's wild. Because, yeah, we know his name's not Tommy. Because she, she still calls him Tommy, and she's like, that kind of looks like you. And he, like, right. is like, I've been looking for yeah. this issue for years. Yep. So, yeah. Very interesting. Just bringing the Ninth Wonder stuff back in hard. That's interesting as well. Yeah, like, there's, again, like, how many, <laughs> so many arguments, like, what was Mendes? <laughs> was there maybe someone that came after that was also, There has to you be. You know? There has to be someone who came after Isaac at this yeah. point. Like, you can only stretch the believability of this so far. So, But, like, do they care? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're, we're playing that game. Yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, I wonder what the other issue numbers were in the other one. Like, is this an issue that was just really hard to find? I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Hmm. Anyway. Research for later. 31 doesn't seem like that high. Yeah. No. But what's the one, like, hero going to the future was? Uh, whatever. I'm sure there was a I number on it. I we'll have to remember. figure it out. Yeah, I know. We're just going to talk ourselves into this wall because it's not going to... It's the continuity. Will no, it won't stick, match up. So. so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, Miko's trying to head back into the game, but the sword isn't working. And Quentin's like, yep, that's my sister's ability. If you're in her shadow, your stuff's not going to work. <laughs> and Noah's like, well, then we got to shut her down. <laughs> and Miko actually draws a sword and he's like listen no one's gonna slice and dice my little sister let me talk some sense to her give me a chance Noah's like fine we'll keep him occupied they run in opposite directions which frankly I don't know why they didn't get flanked from the Harrises in those directions but (laughs) that's fine Um, sure as they run we see Noah like Noah kills a Harris and Miko slices one in half long ways like a hot dog um (laughs) (laughs) And Quentin heads for Phoebe. He finds her. He's like, listen, you don't have to do this. You can leave with me right now. And she's kind of like going back and forth a little bit. But then he ends up charging her and it makes her powers go off. Noah sees this. uh, Tells Mikkel to go now. Ren stops her all like, listen, if you do this, you may die. And she's like, I have to fulfill my destiny. And then Ren tells her that he loves her. And she responds with, I know. And hops back in. (laughs) Little Han Solo over here. Yeah. Noah tells Ren to get to a safe place, so Ren also leaves. And Phoebe 
is upset at Quentin. She's like, what have you done? And he's like, listen, Erica's been lying to you. And she's like, no, she gave me a purpose, a mission, something to live for. And if she frees the time travel, we're all dead. And we see her start to like fucking force choke or something him. And (laughs) like, she fucks him up because Noah comes over and he knocks um, Phoebe down with some like big metal thing. And Quentin is all on the floor, like, bloody. And he's like, did I save her? And he's like, yeah, you did good, buddy. And then Quentin fucking dies? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) Question mark? And then, um... In Noah's arms. Yeah. And (laughs) Harris and the guards come in, guns drawn. We go back to Miko fighting in game. She's fighting herself again. You'll never feel your destiny. But she cuts uh, her other self's head off. And she's like, I hope we made you proud, Father. Because she's up to this big lock with, door with a lock on it. And she puts the sword into the lock and everything starts to glitch out and go away. And Noah looks at Harris and he's like, listen, if you think you're going to be a part of Erica's Brave New World, you're full of shit. Because she built her whole thing on exploiting evils. And in the end, she is going to betray you. And Harris shoots Noah, but we get like a bullet time and then the bullet stops. And Noah's not frozen. He's able to stand up and move the bullet. And then we see Hero kind of pixel in from behind and pull a cord from the back of his head. And Noah moves over to him like, good to see you, old friend. Yay! Yeah, we got Hero! What the hell? Yay! That felt like an end of an episode, but it's not the end of the episode. (laughs) I know, I was like, and now we're done. Oh, we got more to go. We got more to go. It felt like a good... Cliffhanger, but was not it. <laughs> I scrolled my mouse over and I went, what? Yep. <laughs> I think there was like a commercial break there because he's like, he was like, listen, I know what you're going to ask me to do, Noah, but I can't because changing the past is very dangerous. So Noah makes a case for why Erica is like no good and why he should help him stop her. And of course, he was like, yeah, in, pr- in imprisoning me, she bent time to her own benefit. And that's kind of a crime, I guess. So <laughs> that must be prevented. <laughs> and he's like, listen, we'll go back to June 13th. But you can't step out any butterflies. <laughs> and oh, they pop off. There's this like line delivery where Mossy says, promise we won't step on any butterflies. He sounds so traumatized. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, God, last we left Hero, you know, at the end of Volume 5, like... It was all the, like, Charlie yes. shit. And, like... Yes. Yeah. But she's been through the ringer about. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love how he's just, like... Yeah. It's it's just... It's exciting to have Hero back in the mix. <clears throat> yeah. It really makes me wonder, like, what they wanted Peter to do in the show if they got him. Right? Where would he have, like, mixed in with this? I know, like, you have you have to think the storyline might be different. I don't know, like... Maybe... I, I truly don't know. Maybe they were going to frame him as the terrorist and not Mohinder? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would work. Because he made it sound um, like you'd see him at the beginning and then not until, like, way later on. Oh, that has to be it then. So, that's my guess. Probably. Who knows? Probably so. Oh, that loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Peter Petrelli. So, we see Taylor... And I think she's in a motel room, it looks like, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. It could be a shitty apartment, too. It's hard to say. And uh, there's this, this uh, ad playing on her television about this, like, shiny new community of prosperity for Monotis. And it's like, oh, gross. And uh, she flips over from that to the news. And they talk about the missing Evos and all this stuff that's, like, you know, being rumored about. And the camera like kind of goes over while she's watching this news report. And uh, we see that there's a pregnancy test on the sink and it's positive. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, she's especially, um, you know, invested in Francis getting saved. Uh, We uh, go back over to her and she's on a computer and she reaches out to this hacktivist that they mentioned called hero truther. Mm -hmm. And she says, I'm the daughter of Erica Kravitz and Erica has been lying. She's whistleblowing her mom. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see what happens there. (laughs) Only good things, I'm sure. (laughs) She's got evidence now, so Erica's fucked. (laughs) At least right now. Uh, We go back over to Carlos and Deering, 
And so they're going to do the thing I thought, which is they're going to plan on pretending that Carlos is a bounty that Deering's bringing in, because, you know, Deering has a relationship with these people. And uh, (laughs) Deering just, like, way too conveniently has something that will make him read false positive on the scanner. And I'm like, where the fuck did he even... Yeah, uh uh uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. Where the actual hell? Um, Yeah. Not only that, but the Uh, fact that Carlos is like, okay, sure, this is something he would have. Oh my god, right? Everyone's just way too chill about that. Um, And so he takes it, and it starts to fuck him up, but good. Mm -hmm. And so Deering yanks the nasal drip out, and Carlos goes down. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I leave that part out? And I'm like, Paul, you're such a dick. And I know what I was saying when I wrote Paul there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh. I know it takes me a lot again <laughs> to not call him Paul, but I keep going James, James in my mouth. So I just stick with the last name because he's yes. a cop. So it's like okay, so Deering. Deering, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was watching, I'm like, why would you believe he just magically has this thing that what the- would make you read? Yeah, I guess. Yes. To be fair, uh huh. He works with two cops that don't have abilities, and this seems to be the place that they're taking them to. So I guess yes. this is something that they would have to take. And he would, like, pretend I like guess... he has to take it as well, but actually doesn't. I fucking guess, man. But it was just convenient that he happened to have it on him and everything after he'd been, like, literally arrested. Like but At the same time, I was yeah. like, red flag, this is something that's, like, bad for you. This isn't what he says. It, You know what I mean? <laughs> what motivation right. would he have to help you? He's like, well, you've got my money, remember? But still, what fucking motivation? Completely! Why, he can't just go find yeah. it? Like, <laughs> after you're dead? Mm-hmm. Oh, Carlos, you're too trusting. It's it's the smart, that's the pretty but smart thing, you know what I mean? It's the pretty but smart thing, and it's also the fact that, yeah, he was a soldier, but apparently he wasn't, like, he doesn't have that kind of mindset, yeah. really, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Too trusting. Indeed. All right, take it home, country roads. Yeah, all right, so, we're at the docks again, and Melina <laughs> gives Luca coffee, and she tries to give him the rest of the chocolate she had, but he says no. She's like, well, listen, you're gonna at least going to tell me why you tried to kill yourself. <laughs> and he's like, I used to believe that I had a purpose and a reason for living, but I lost it, and I'm just looking for a sign now at this point. And she's like, you know, speaking of lost someone, I totally did too. <laughs> and she's like, seven billion people in the world, and I'm supposed to find one. And she shows him a photo that she has that presumably she got from the envelope. Uh-huh. And guess what the photo is? It's a fucking photo of Tommy. Which, of <laughs> course, Luke recognizes this kid. Because he's like, where did you get this? And she's like, do you recognize him? And he's like, yeah. Last time I saw him, he was in Carbondale, Illinois. And she's like, well, here's your sign, Luke. That's why I had to save you. I have to find him because together we are going to save the world. And Luke's just like, all right, well, let's get going then. So he's going to help Melina out now. Ooh, look at his little penance journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we go to Emily's bedroom, and she is there, and she is cutting the little tracking chip, or, you know, chip out of Luke's... Ri- I wrote Luke again. <sighs> <laughs> it's because he's a fucking child. I Tommy, know, I know. Mr. Million Names wrist, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's Tommy until fucking we say otherwise at this point. Completely, uh, yeah. She helps Tommy get that chip that was putting his wrist out. And she's like, what are you going to do with that? And he's like, hmm, I heard Antarctica is good this time of year. And he teleports the chip there. Uh, he thanks her for today. And she's like, why are you thanking me? Uh, you took me to Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but like, I f- we bar- we've just met recently, but I feel like you know me, you know. And this time, she kisses Tommy. And he kisses her back, and they're like, ooh la la. Brad is going to be devastated. <laughs> Oh my god, that literally in my notes, I'm like, poor Brad, to be honest. (laughs) His best friend and his girlfriend, oh my god. That is his name, right, Brad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brad's gonna be devastated. Won't someone think about Brad? God dang it. Did anyone even ask if he wanted to go to Paris? No. It's fucked up. (sighs) So sad. Anyway, Erica gets her heart broken because we see her watching the video of Taylor. And while she's watching it, she gets a call from Harris who gives her more bad news because they released Hero. And so she throws a fit and throws her tablet across the room. And we cut to people getting off a bus. 
and Hero, who who looks very future Hero, by the way, because he took his glasses. Oh my off, god! Right, and he's got longer hair, and he like he like fixed his hair. Well, it was longer. He just fixed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see Hero and Noah pop in, and it's like ah, good to be back. Do you have a plan? And we see that yes, they are at the Odessa summit one year ago. <laughs> to be continued. June fucking thirteenth. Part one and two. That's the next episodes. We will we will see what actually happened because then we're just hearing a lot of conjecture from unreliable sources. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see some uh, some more old faces. A couple mm. more uh, familiar faces. Maybe. Oh yeah, some old friends. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. We got to finish. This. <laughs> well, look, look, lucky for us. We finished oh, the episode, you know. We did. Do you have, do you have any Yay. other notes or comments on the episode itself? Um, I, I truly felt like all this stuff happened later. I have no fucking idea what happens at the end of the show. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. I'm really thrown off every time something happens. And I'm like, wait, we still have how many episodes? Like, We're left yeah. with a couple characters that are presumed dead at this point, you know. Uh-huh. Quentin oh. and uh, Miko appear to be dead. So, so it would seem. Joanne's in the wind. Yep, she's who knows where. Joanna is in the wind. Joan is in the wind. Yep. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Luke Luke's on a penance journey, which will be interesting if Melina ever finds out why he's being so nice. Um, yep. Kind. Uh, but I don't remember if she does. So there you go. <laughs> Me either. Me either. <laughs> and I don't know how many answers we get in this next episode, so... Uh, me neither. Well, I know that, like, spoiler alert, but we do see Mohinder, so... Yes. Because he was supposed to speak at the thing, so we do see him. Yes. Um, Yeah, some more old favorites. And I think think we see another person, too, but I'm not 100%. There might be two people we end up seeing. Yeah, yeah. That were some old familiar faces, anyway. But yeah, we did it. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, We're trucking along, you know? Yes, we are... We be trucking with ragweed and fire. We still be here. So. I feel like I feel like I need to like go take a shower and lay down. <laughs> like I don't feel good. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, leave us a rating on your podcast app of choice. We haven't said that in a while, but I thought about it. I was like, I should probably mention that again. Uh, oh yeah, whoops. Uh, if you can follow us, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Close Podcast. If you'd like to follow our personal accounts. I am at that burb there. Burb with a B like bag of bricks. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm too tired to think of something Yeah, bag of bricks. Uh, I'm too too smoke affected. Yeah, bag of bricks. Uh, bricks. Keisha is at lady underscore snark. S-N-A-R-K. Keisha, have you been tweeting about anything? Just the final episode of Peaky Blinders. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's a movie. So it didn't even feel like a finale. I was like, wait, did I miss something? (laughs) Oh, okay. But they're, they're literally working on a movie right now. To actually close the whole thing up. Very, you know, British of them. Yes. But, you know. Okay. Yep. Very fun. So it's like, wait, nothing happened. So, like, <laughs> well, like, things happened, but... Now you gotta stay tuned for the movie. I guess so. They better bring Tom Hardy on again, too. Because he's, he's fucking great. Just steals every episode he's in. Excellent. Indeed. Um, I don't think I'm watching anything real cool I can tell people to watch about right now, either. That's, like, different. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the usual watching stuff. I mean, the the new season of Harley Quinn's amazing, so. Ah, that's cool. And it probably won't get killed by Warner Brothers because they're renewing it for now, so. <laughs> for now, yeah. hands up, right? I feel, like, I feel like everything should say for now at the end of it. Um... But yeah, at this point, fun fun stuff. They give they give a, a they they give Joker an arc you never would expect, but they make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? You tweeting anything? You watching anything cool? Of course, I'm not tweeting anything. <laughs> <laughs> you watching anything cool? <laughs> uh, nothing new, but like I we uh, started staged. Which I you've know seen you a did. Ago, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you did. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is send gifts to you, but I don't want to spoil you, so I have to wait. Yeah, well, in episode five, because it's kind of like, it's it's filler in between other things that we are, you know, mm-hmm. week by week going through. So, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. If you haven't seen I'm it. I'm very excited. If yeah. anyone out there hasn't seen it, you can watch it on pretty much any of the free ones have it right now. Like, uh, Tubi, I'm watching it on. So. Yep. It is so fucking funny. Like, it is absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely good. Back to the... Oh, man. Social. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can send us an email. We are eclipsepod at gmail.com. Best way to get a hold of us, however, is the Discord. Link will be in the show notes. Come see some cool fan art that got posted. 
on that the Discord. That was gorgeous. Like... I meant what I said. That person nailed Quinto better than, like, 90% of the people they paid to do that. Like, you know. Yeah, there was, like, a Noah pick and a Siler one. And the Siler's a work in progress, but the Noah one's done. They're both very nice. Come come take a look. They're both very nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come take a look. Yeah, that does it for this episode. Woo! Reborn. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we need to get our, our allergy and smoke-ridden asses out of here. Yeah, we gotta fucking go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, husk over here. I know. I'm like, I have so much flat. <laughs> For different It's reasons. in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like over here sucking the water down. Uh, yeah. So mm. thanks again for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.